You're listening to Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. Radio Network. Welcome to show 300. I'm Dave Roberts. With me is my part of this endeavor, Representative Emeritus Ken Pullen. But we've got the whole band together. We got Jessica Solaji, Jonathan Giles, Eric Cumbie, and Matthew Lowe. How y'all doing? Good, Dave. Hi. How are you? It's like one of those bad kiss reunions. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know it was Matthew Lowe instead of Matt Lowe, so yeah. Oh no, I, I got I got other words to call him, but <laughs> his legal his name is Matt says Newlow. Steven. Matt Newlow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt New. <laughs> yep, Steven is my first name. If you're looking to dox, just, you know, throw that out there. <laughs> so we, we got we got the OGs here who who founded the show. What was what was the genesis of the show? <sighs> oh, don't even want to answer answer at once. We had a group ago. chat and we were like, yeah. It was longer than that, I feel like, but we had a group chat and we were like, we should do a podcast. And then the next thing was Jonathan have like got all the things in line so we could have a podcast. And so we were like, okay, how about seven o'clock on Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) In which case Matt made it to 10. Correct. (laughs) And we weren't ready. Right. (laughs) Oh, no. the, 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 The opening is hilarious. I'm not ready. We had no plan. We had, I mean, we had a little bit of an outline, but we had no, we had nothing. Yeah, we just winged um, it. And Jonathan knew the most about any of it, about the process and how to do it or, of any of us, which is, you know, he he didn't really guide us. He just made us work. He just did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I used to take you guys uh, on my walks. I, I, would, I, would, I would listen to you guys on my walks and argue with you. And now I, argue, I can argue with you in person. Right. <laughs> How did we come up with the name? I don't I, know. I think... I don't know. Huh, this is great content. <laughs> yeah. Man, it I seems like say somebody that... was going to write a book. I th- yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like I had an idea about something else other than a podcast, and we liked the name, and we were like, let's just run with it, and then it, but nothing was as good as the graphics, like our photoshopping quality was because <laughs> we'd never, at that time, we had not met, so we just clipped photos together in front of the Capitol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so obviously edited. But that just added to the element of what the show was. <laughs> well, hell, Jessica, you and I worked together for almost three years and, and, and never met. I think it was longer than three years. You came before 2020. Yeah, probably so. I think you started in 2018, didn't you? 2019? At the probably. I, I, I remember Matt. Matt and I were working on a, a, a campaign together. 
and he talked about that this this concept for 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 a podcast when we were going to I think a machine gun shoot for for uh, as a fundraiser. And uh, Matt was talk, t- talking about this concept of of of, of doing a, a podcast. Yeah. And you were supportive. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supportive of Matt. That's good. I was going to say Dave is never supportive of anything that could be a good endeavor for me. Anyway. <laughs> something that's going to land but me in never... jail get me hurt things like that he's ultra supportive of <laughs> I took you to jail yes you did <laughs> but I don't think we ever anticipated like how long it would go on yeah I no I didn't I, like I know I thought it would go a year or two and then it would kind of fizzle out like most podcasts Right. Man, I guess I started listening back in eighteen nineteen to the podcast. So I'm about a three or four year listener at this point. Life's never been as good, huh? <laughs> uh, my, hey, my goal when I started serving uh, in the state house was to not be painted negatively on this podcast or introduce some kind of stupid legislation that Jessica would call out. That was, that was, that was a, uh, and I don't think I have at this point. Yes, so good work. Good I avoided work. that. Or vote. Yeah, but I didn't want to vote the wrong way either. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is funny. We, we see our listenership go up when the, the legislature's in session. Yeah, which is next week. Or the, the, I guess when this podcast drops, it'll be that day. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they listen under the Gold Dome. They don't necessarily like us, but they listen. You say don't necessarily like us as if there are some that do. One or two. Yeah. But 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 I think but but I think Ken's right on on that is is they listen because they don't want to hear their name on the show. Yeah, they definitely don't want to be called out, uh, and they also know the reach that Jessica's got on social media. So they never want to be called out on Jessica's Facebook page. Uh, and look, when I was in office, we, you know, Jessica knows this. The whip report that the, the Republican Party produces is basically if you're voting on four bills that day, it says, you know, Bill one, two, three, four, vote yes, and it gives about three words as a description of the bill. But it says vote yes, 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 yes. And then we would work together uh, and produce like a report of all the bills we're voting on that day, and it'd be a couple pages long with all the detail on good things, bad things. Should you vote yes, no? You know, all the, it was a true sort of whip report that Jessica helped produce. And people did look at that. I mean, people would come up and see you holding that and they would say, you know, how does, uh, what do you, how are you guys voting today on this bill? So yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. when representatives would do that because a typical whip bill. And I think Trey was the whip when I was in office. I mean, it was, it was literally half a page. It just said vote yes on everything today. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that 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 uh, he was the whip and he, not the driver. Mm. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I uh, Trey Kelly. I, I was at an event and, and he was there, and he just got. I was shaking everybody's hand. You know, even even uh, Ralston shook my hand, but Trey Kelly just walked past me. <laughs> I bet. I bet. 
I mean, no. you shared the meme of the guy in the ditch every single time you posted something. Not just shared the meme. I asked Eric to do it for me. I created it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it didn't keep him from being elected. Even the letter from his wife got it didn't keep him from being elected. Ex-wife. Ex-wife, yeah. And, and he's young, too, isn't he? Ish, yeah, yeah. Trey is youngish. Yeah, yes. It's been in office quite a while now. It's probably going on twelve years or so. I mean, I had my first ex-wife at twenty-two. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I I was married at twenty and divorced by twenty-two. And, and look, my 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 ex-wife is is a friend of mine. She, you know, we we get we get along fine. We just we just got young, married too young. It's 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 not that she's a bad person. It's that I'm a bad person. Lord, which which no one will disagree with. I I can hear that. <laughs> it was all silent. So, so in, in in the early days of the show, the you know where where did you guys start start becoming more professional? Because because it did. The show one is is an absolute s show. I mean, you guys didn't even have have an intro. I mean, I, th- I think show one starts with. Are you guys ready? <laughs> no music. I, I, I think it probably just happened as we got more comfortable with each other um, and with the process and figuring out what we were doing. I mean, it, you know, there were still obviously shows that were that were horrible after that, but you know that came down to schedules and timing and me being unprepared. I mean, hell, I think three quarters of the time I didn't read the show notes until like we were already recording and I'm flipping through and catching up and trying to read it and come up with opinions on it or. Well, that's, that's the funny thing is, uh, Jessica and Ken are very much make notes on every story and all that stuff. When you, when, when you and I did, did our, uh, hunting and fishing show, it, it, it was like just, Bullets, like like we'll just go off of this. It's fine. <laughs> We're gonna wing this. See what happens. I yeah, think Ken's has- not really a winger. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. I I feel like I I like notes, but but the other thing too is that I feel like we got a lot of feedback from positive people in our lives, like friends who were like, "Hey, I listened, and you guys should do this," or you know, we got ideas from people who offered constructive criticism which also made us better right in addition to what matt said i mean it definitely was a comfort thing right like it took us some time to get into a groove but then we would also like share who what other people told us and you know i think that helped make us a little bit better too well and and jessica i know when i came on the show uh it it was awkward because 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 we had never interacted before other than you know commenting on your stuff on Facebook or something like that, but you and I had never interacted before. Correct. Stranger <laughs> danger. Right. <laughs> I always did think that the best shows though, were the ones where we had our cameras on and could see each other just because it made, it made it easier to kind of poke fun and make jokes about 
the person because you could see things that were going on. Yeah, I think the best one we ever did was that one show that we did in studio. Oh, yeah, the live one. On Facebook Live, yeah. That was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. It was a little wild. But it was fun. Uh, the the show you had Catherine Bernard on was 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 fantastic. Oh yeah, she you know, filled I, in I for Jessica two or three times. Yeah, yeah, when Jessica was off was off at Dominican Republic getting married, I think my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Jonathan said. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> shocking. Uh, you know, she, she got she got flagged by TSA, and I made a huge deal about that that was that was all yeah. over the facebook for like a day yeah people thought that i was in captivity as you should be mm-hmm. no it, it uh no th- th- that show that show was fantastic and, and and you guys had i mean she she was a great guest she's very knowledgeable uh Obviously, uh, very accomplished. She got a, a, a no kidding uh, jury nullification on a pot charge. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, just, she does that with she, she got the regularity now. Prosecutors are afraid of her. No, I was going to say, <laughs> Catherine is really cool. And uh it's amazing. You know, I know she's run for office a couple times. I'm not sure the House deserves Catherine, but it would be pretty cool if she got in and was a, a state representative or senator at some point. I think she would be a force to be reckoned with at the uh, in Atlanta. She would eviscerate all of them. Yeah, yes, she would. Well, she just happens to live in a, in a, in a district that is heavily blue. Yeah, she just needs to move. Ah, man, that's a that's a beautiful house, though. <laughs> Easy there, Jonathan. <laughs> what I mean, I you hang out with people all the time. I've, I, I'm not saying. I mean, it was a party. It's not like you know. Yeah, I was there last Tuesday afternoon. No, I was <laughs> there for. It was, I think it was a New Year's Eve party a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, she does live in a nice spot. I've been to a party there also. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure people are ready for Catherine style of politics nowadays. No. Uh, the question is, can Catherine? Get elected. Uh, she's yeah. a small L type libertarian that believes in freedom and liberty and all the good stuff, right? That probably most of us believe in. I'm not sure the populist movement would elect her at this point. Well, that's that, that's a very interesting point, Ken. Uh, that <clears throat> the Republican Party has swung towards populism, and it's and it's really it's it's. It's it's not it's not policy driven. No, it's not. I mean, you've got most of. I mean, I'm not saying this good or bad against Trump and people he hangs out with, but when he starts attacking Chip Roy and Thomas Massey and and like really true conservatives, you know something is wrong with the Republican Party. And that's where Matt and I get Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? <laughs> but Marjorie's got a decent voting record. I know she's. A populist type candidate, but she's not on. I don't think she's on the wrong side of a ton of issues, and I'll probably take some flack for saying that. No, she just sounds uh, that shit it, crazy it, when it she looks, speaks. Uh, and, 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 
the space laser stuff, yeah, didn't help, right? That, that's always going to haunt her. I want sharks with frigging lasers on her heads. Yes. The Jewish space lasers. Uh, yeah, that was not a good look. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it fires because goes, oy vey. Right. Now, she is super nice in person. But I do think I do think Marjorie cares about the people she represents. She is. She's super nice. I think she cares about the people she represents. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just going to take the good and bad with MTG. Uh, right. Now, I, I do agree that I think she does care about the people that she represents. I, she holds a lot of town halls. Mm-hmm. She's very she accessible. Um, wh- what was his name? Who was our rep before? Tom? Tom Graves. Went, yeah. I... He never did anything where you could find him, but I mean, Marjorie shows up in Dallas twice a year. So I yeah, mean, she does. You know, Look, so, she, she, she's one of the sweetest people you ever meet. She's not. She's not the person we see on TV, right? But she gets on TV and she and and we're just like and I, I, I just shake my head like that. That's not the person I met. Right. <laughs> like you have a handler. I know I've seen him. I've met him. I've shook his hand. Where the hell's he at? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your director? Because <laughs> this role is not right for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who her, I don't know who her chief of staff was when she went to D.C. Uh, her chief of staff was the Georgia gun owners uh, guy. What's his name? He's since moved on, I think. Okay. I know you have to know the Georgia Gun Patrick, owners. whatever. Patrick? Yeah, Georgia Patrick, Gun owners. Yeah, Patrick was her chief of staff for a while. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know if y'all knew that or not. but uh, Nope, didn't. Yep. I think Patrick else. is not with her anymore, but you know, he turned Georgia Gun Owners over to a new crew after he went to D.C. for a while. And Georgia Gun Owners is... A, is eclectic at best yeah my favorite thing that they do is this thing where you know every year just to garner some a little bit of fundraising money you know the democrats will drop a a gun bill that has no hope of passing and georgia gun owners will send out a frantic email every year trying to raise money off of that bill acting like it's you know right on the verge of passing and if you don't give them $50, they're not going to be able to stop it. That's my favorite thing about Georgia gun owners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Georgia carry was, you know, is, is, is a little more metered with their stuff. Right. They're a new name now. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. 2A. 2A. Yeah. I mean, they they got what they wanted. They got they got permitless carry. I I I I, I don't know where where they're going to go from here. Now, did you guys hear that gay is out at Harvard? I did hear that. I saw but, that. The, the only thing that I see now are so I subscribe to the New York Times and they send me emails and I read the the subject line of the email and if it's really really interesting, I'll read beyond that. But I'm so out of touch with like politics in general that if it's if it's not a if it's not a time story that was a headline that they emailed me about i didn't see it and they happened to have emailed about that one 
You know, there's a more reliable place to get your news to your inbox. What is the georgiavirtue.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's Well, it, I thought we were going in a different direction there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the all I all I put on the headline was no gay at Harvard. <laughs> Man, all she had to do was not f up. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, started with that, the congressional that's all testimony. Have to do. Yeah, that's true. But she's not out at Harvard, by the way, guys. She's she's uh, not president anymore, but she's still toting a nine hundred thousand dollars salary. So Lucky. yeah, a little bit of demotion, but nine hundred thousand a year. I think all of us can live off of that. Barely. Hope she can swing maybe it. Yeah. yeah, maybe not Dave with his Delta One seats, but uh, most of us could. <laughs> Those seats are bought with miles. Now, uh, it, 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 it's so simple. All she had to say was, yes, you know, uh, uh, anti-Semitism violates our, our policies and, and we'll and. Uh, the people who do it will be will be punished. That's all it took, and no one would have looked into her background with with her plagiarism. Yes, he just couldn't do that. That was the problem. Neither could the lady at Penn that's uh, lost her job. Also, who was a white woman. So this is. I think they're trying to cast this as a racist uh, conservatives going after you know a black female, but I don't think that's got it. Well, I don't think that's got anything to do with it. I highly doubt it. Does anyone really care? But <laughs> right, uh, the Harvard alum do. Well, the I'm, race biters, the race biters care. Like I just, so I deal a whole lot with with intellectual property and patents and things like that in my line of work now. And like we don't even bother to to patent things anymore because we just like I don't know I just don't. It's not a thing. You, you weren't the first person to think of it. There's a what eight billion people on this planet. Someone thought of it yesterday. Someone thought of it a hundred years ago. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean, they they're gunning for her for whatever reason. But the reasons that they went after her on, I just, I, I personally don't give a <laughs> about. <laughs> but what do you care about? I mean, <laughs> public land. Public land. <laughs> Easy. You know, there is a bill that's going to be coming up this uh, this session that I'm probably going to get heavily involved in the river access stuff. And that's that's it's a, it's a real weird thing. And I know I'm going way off topic here um, because of the navigable waters definition that we have. Yep. And there's a, there was a big dust up with the Flint River folks. So because. Now, they tend to run property lines like to the river's edge or whatever, but back prior to 1863 and dealing with some stuff with some King's Grants and whatever they owned to like the center line of the riverbed. And so there's people along the Flint River that are, they're uh, horizontal fencing it. Yeah, that story came out of the district I live in down around, yeah, down around Thomaston. So the people down in Thomaston that own land on both sides of the Flint fenced it off and basically said no one could come down the river. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I thought they, I thought that got taken care of last session, but is there well, still something that they've got to do this session? It, well, it was, it was HR five nineteen. It was a resolution that created a committee where they came up with recommendations on what to do, and so, or how to address it. And so, okay. my guess is, is that the bills to address it will be flying around this year. Yeah, Matt has no idea what's going on anywhere else. But you mentioned public lands. All of a sudden, he's a damn expert. <laughs> well, and the Flint River is incredible. It's a beautiful river coming out of Atlanta. Uh, I think, where does it start? Right below the airport? It's just a little trickle, and it goes all the way down to, yeah. where does it yeah. run into, Matt? It does it clear? Uh, and it's down around Albany. I've, so I know, yeah, like, I know, all like, the way down. Yep. Yeah. Because we, I cross it. Uh, going into and some of the best fishing in the southwest state. Georgia, right? Yep, Shoalies, the shoal bass that's where everybody fishes on the uh, river for. Yes, and there's a giant in that area that came up, you know, there around Thomaston. There's there's apparently a big, big population of the shoal bass, and they are just there reliably. And these folks, but now, like, they're selling, yep. um, I was supposed to say, shoal bass, red eye. Uh, I don't think so. There's like eight or nine types of bass in the state. And I want to say that those two are different. It goes to show you how much I know about freshwater fishing. Yeah, I I, I don't know much about it other than, than trout fishing. That's, that's just about the only type of fishing I engage in anymore. Other than when Dave uh, drags me down to, yeah, down, to, the, to, to the saltwater. Yeah, down to down to down to uh, West Palm. Yeah, Matt messed up. He upgraded to to first class, and now his wife won't fly any other way. And it was like a nice. forty minute flight. Yeah, it was <laughs> first class. And she and got to the Sky Club. Sky Club. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things you should never start that's a, that's a bad habit to start yeah it is because now she like she her vacation starts at the sky club <laughs> like she's like come on let's go i'm like honey we don't have to be there for four hours and she's like yeah but you know i can't fly without a few drinks <laughs> so we end up and, and, and your wife is hilarious for- at the sky club by the way Oh, yeah. No, she's fun. <laughs> she had four or five drinks as we were flying out and was striking up conversations with just strangers. Oh, yeah. That random dude that was uh, I don't know what he was. I don't know what he did, but uh, like he struck me as a guy that was probably super rich because like he had homes in Rome and, you know, in Italy and then houses. all He talked about having houses all over the the country here and he was i don't know she, and she was talking to him just randomly she does that all the time though <laughs> <laughs> she wants to talk to anybody but you correct well so she works where i work now so we don't have anything to talk about because <laughs> you know it's like how was your day well you were there <laughs> so. To have such problems, huh? Right. No, I, I, 
I love my wife. I, I, I couldn't have her work for Dr. Cool. Well, she doesn't work for me. Although she's a hell of, she's hell of a person for, for, for collections. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I have literally told a customer, if, if, if I don't get a check from you tomorrow, I'm going to sick my wife on you. Yeah, you told me that. <laughs> and you got it at cost. So did you see the see the judge in in uh, uh, in Vegas? Dude comes out like a linebacker. That was terrible. Oh no, no, it's a it's a horrible story, but it's still funny. But why? Well, like he, why did he go after her? He was being uh, denied parole or something like that, and he he comes across the bench. I mean, I I, I kid like a linebacker. And this judge, I'm guessing, is 150 pounds, soaking wet, female, uh, probably in her 50s or 60s, and he just he just came at her, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, only in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, I I haven't seen anything about her condition because it just happened the day before we recorded. But I like there's no way she wasn't badly hurt. He was beating on her after she was off the chair. Yeah, she was tiny. She was not a big lady and older. This guy was huge. Where the hell was security? I think nothing like this happens. It really happened really quickly. Like if you watch the video, it's it all transpired probably in a matter of seconds, but then he was already like latched onto her and just beating her up that I don't think it took several people to get him off of her. And then he just kept going back for more. And, and I, and I think this the security got a few shots in on him too. And some boy, like some regular lawyers chimed or jumped in to help the, the deputies, but it was so- bad. What does this do for for uh, courthouse security? You, th- you think they're gonna they're gonna start having a bailiff stand on either side of the judge? That's what there I was. was. Say, we're all plexiglass up everywhere now. You know, Art? I don't I don't think that it's probably going to affect much because the reality of it is is that you know these things rarely happen, and so. You know, I mean, you go in and let's be honest, you go, you go in most courtrooms and, you know, the, the median age of the court security is about 65. Um, that, that's just typically the way that it is. You know, you got, you got some deputy that's just, you know, just needs two more years to hit 30. And so, you know, and he, he can't, he can't run traffic anymore. So they'd stick him in the courthouse and, you know, it's like they're not, it's not like they're going to, you know, put, you know, a bunch of like highly competent security people in every courtroom because let's face it, 99% of the time they would just be standing around playing on their phones. So, you know, I don't think a whole lot's going to change personally. Well, I, I, I could certainly see plexiglass going up. Yeah, that I could see. And, and, and it, 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 would, it would certainly be funnier if he, if he hit a, a plexiglass like a, like a hockey player and bounced off. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think this guy's 30. He's half her age, twice her weight. 
you know, back when I used to work for the Department of Corrections, one of my favorite tools was the uh, was the shock belts that we had, where you know they would um, they would be you would have no way of knowing that this was on them but it was a belt that was wrapped around their stomach and you know then they had their clothes on over the top of it and you know but if they if they attempted something like that in a georgia courtroom particularly if they were a state inmate and they had that belt on it basically just works just like a car clicker you just you know grab it and hit it and it's basically the same effect as a taser. So it's like a we shot use collar. Those, we use pretty those much. in some of our jailers or jails down here, and it, they're pretty much under direction that if they turn towards, it's obviously most of the time in violent cases. But if they turn around or anything and look at the victims, then they'll be shocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ouchie! Yeah. So I mean that that's a solution. Could have just shocked the guy. Well, the uh, the the courtroom marshal got a, a gash on his forehead and a dislocated shoulder, and somebody's had two shoulder reconstructions. I mean, that's that's a, that definitely an ouchie. Right. Yeah. You hmm. know, I, uh, a separated shoulder hurts like hell. Actually, the the separating doesn't hurt as bad as putting it back. But it, yeah, it, it, the, I, 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 you know, you have to think that that she's going to be a little pensive going back to work. Yeah, I, I you know, she's she's a professional. I, I've 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 got a friend who who argued in uh, who who worked in Clark County as an attorney, and and I, and I haven't talked to her about it. Uh, but but I'd be curious as as to you know if she knew this judge and, and all that stuff. But I, I guess the guy knew he was he was going up the river. I, I, I think he was, I think he had a um, aggravated assault charge on him. So hmm. I, I guess he thought he had nothing else, nothing left to lose. You know I hate it, but you know the you know I. I but but I but I think Kenny's right. We're probably going to see uh, more plexiglass come up. <laughs> Just when we thought it was all gone after COVID. Oh no, right? no doubt. At least they already have it on hand. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, it's it's government. You know they won't use what they have on hand. They'll go buy new mm-hmm. ones. Well, I used to get so angry walking in the grocery store and seeing plexiglass between me and a checkout lady, and not. I mean, just thinking how stupid it was, but also that I didn't come up with plexiglass and mm-hmm. wasn't selling it to every place out there. Uh, well, at Shaw probably was. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing, Jessica. I was thinking the same thing. As Ken really sucks at being out of office because because he's he's not making millions with government contracts. Well, if that's the standard for sucking versus success, then he also sucked at being in office because there's plenty of them that are funneling contracts to themselves while they're in office. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, is, is, you see the quote that Bill Clinton, <laughs> he said, Bill likes him young. I saw like, that how is that even news? That was released, uh, I guess, a couple days ago, right? Yeah. Who doesn't? 
<laughs> right. Me, officially. Mm. I guess it all depends on how we're, you know, defining young. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm almost 40. I'm going to say 25 is young. You're almost 40. Beyond that is just a child. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone was surprised to see. Right. That, but. Um, Bill Clinton likes him young. No shit. Still. <laughs> dude i i wouldn't know what to do with the well i know what i do with 20 year old for 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 a little while but after that what do you talk about teletubbies that's why you're dating yourself now dude yeah look look if you want to be able to successfully communicate with the 20 to 30, you know, well, really 20 to 25 year old bracket, you got to download TikTok and you've got to, you know, really get into TikTok. That'll teach you how to talk to these, you know, 20 to 25 year olds. It's not my I goal, just, Jonathan. I just hate the slow drip that we're getting of these files like let's just let's just do it like just release either release it or just never talk about it again right well this is stephen hawking is on the list like what what the hell did he do (laughs) a dude has had had control of his cheek muscle that was it i mean what what the hell did he do on the island in in either direction you don't want to know dave right I mean, let's get real kinky. Wipe my ass. I mean, what? 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 What the hell did, did Hawking do? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, it, 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 he had to even his speeches and stuff. He had he had to pre-write them because because by the end he he. he he only had control over like a cheek muscle or something. And look, Lou Gehrig's disease is is, is horrible. But I, I I just think you know releasing that he was there was was not exactly the most salacious thing in the world because not much he could do about it. And 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 we and look and we know that that there's a long list of long list of people that went to the island doesn't mean all of them were were pedophiles or or did anything there it's just that they were on his island yeah i mean someone that's guilt by association though you probably know if you're flying to a private island with epstein something's going on i don't know if you saw what bill gates is uh they haven't released bill gates name and there's still one that's being blurred out it kind of goes towards what jessica just said uh, but Bill's ex-wife said that she got the creepiest feeling ever, and Bill used to frequent the island, so it would be interesting if Bill Gates was one of the guys doing it. Hmm. Ah, the the, well, the more creepy us. thing is, yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah, just tell us, just just dump the list. I, I think there are a lot of people who are still serving in government that are on that list, and they're that's blind. my guess. Like none of us are surprised that Bill Clinton was screwing around. I mean that. Well, I mean, look at his wife. Ooh. Not to condone that behavior, or uh, <laughs> but uh, Hillary. Uh, I don't know if you know. That's it. Just 
In my opinion, like, I love a good, like, teaser. I think you should absolutely tease the public to let them know what's going to be coming out and stuff. But, like, it's not journalism when you're when they're doing it the way that it is. And, I mean, remember George's own little scandal when the Ashley Madison list came out yes. and we had elected officials on it? Like, yours truly was the one that outed Alan Peake. I mean, <laughs> like, you either release the names... And they take accountability and move on, or you just don't talk about it. Well, there's, there's no way it wasn't coming out. Well, and I mean, and that's become a big problem in journalism in in general. I mean, there's like, you know, like th- there are so many books that have come out in like the past two or three years where, you know, books about um, – you know, books particularly about the Trump administration, where it's like, you know, your your journalistic ethics should have required you to report that immediately, not see how much you could collect and then get a book deal. And there's, you know, there's several reporters from New York Times on down that held on to information for two and three years so that they could put it all out in a book. And, you know, it's just, you know, the the holding back of information. And look, nobody is shocked to see Bill Clinton. We knew Bill Clinton flew in the flew in it. We have we have we had pictures of it. Uh, none of us are shocked that that Bill Clinton uh, uh, screwed around. We we know for a fact he did, and he wasn't all that discriminate. I mean, right? Which know. is why I was like, "Why is this even news?" Yeah, well, I mean, look, what's her name is would be in my wheelhouse, but you would think the president could do better. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, it's not news until they arrest Bill Clinton for some of this stuff. Then it becomes news. Right. And which will never happen. Uh, no, I mean, Clinton's in the 70s. He's, I mean, he's he's on his way out. Of course, you know, Carter's still kicking around at 99. But no, he's, he, the, the fact that, the fact that the, the flight log show, show he was there doesn't prove that he did anything. It certainly doesn't prove he did anything with any, with any growth or underage. It just shows that he, he was on the flight several times. What they call it, the Lolita Express? <laughs> I think that's all right. But, you know, it, and, and of course, Clinton says he has no knowledge of, of, of any uh, illegal things that went on with, with Epstein. He, he didn't know anything about it. But there's a picture of him getting a massage on the Lolita Express. I mean, it, those pictures have been out for a while. By the way, let me, let me fit this in. This It's a good time to remind you that these are our opinions, individual opinions. You know, don't blame anybody else for, for the crap I say. And not those of anyone not on the show or any respective company for which we may work, own, or otherwise associate ourselves with on a regular or irregular basis. You can find other episodes and relevant stories over at thegeorgiavirtue.com, which is where Matt should be uh, getting all his stories, not from the New York Times. I already subscribed (laughs) (laughs) yeah but do you read 
If Hamlet. if the headline is interesting enough, I will read it. Can you read it without moving your lips? Absolutely. <laughs> I said this to an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you've been oddly quiet. Yeah. Um, you know, y'all are just kind of talking and... Yeah, slightly. Well, you fix the hell of our audio every week. No, no, he does do an amazing job. Right. All right, well, I do the best I can anyway. Well, I mean, look, if you're handed crap, all you can do is, is shine it up a little. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Eric has, Eric knows where all the bodies are buried. So he's he's got he's got audio from me that hopefully will never be released. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, when the three of us were doing this show, we were smart enough not to have Eric on the call. We just you know sent it back on you know after it was all done. So I have all of the old original audio on hard drives. Yeah, I have. Two hundred and seventy episodes worth of uncut audio at this point. So, wow, y'all! If any of y'all are going to run for something again, you're going to have to pay up. <laughs> <laughs> Eric has some audio of me, and I was not in my best form. <laughs> And, and look, I've 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 recorded some shows that that, that I that I wasn't was in my best form anyway, but Eric has some stuff that that is bad. Eric's got 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 audio of me peeing. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, it was. I'll have to go look now. <laughs> Thanksgiving 2019. Yep. Thanks, Matthew. <laughs> You're welcome. Go ahead and shorthand it for him. <laughs> There's nobody that guards my dignity like Matt Lowe. <laughs> and, and and poor Jessica, it, I, I, I tell you what, it, it, Jesse, you, you, you are a trooper because you've always been outnumbered. It's true. And the the stuff that we say offline that we, we're not recording, I mean, if if we are we're actually got paid for this, we'd get fired. Uh yeah. <laughs> Matt knows that for sure. Yeah, poor Matt. <laughs> poor Matt. <laughs> His Taylor Swift moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was so the who has seen too. the new Eras tour movie yeah has, has everyone seen the Eras tour movie I have nope. because I've got a house full of Swifties it's <laughs> wonderful I didn't know what you were talking about yeah I've uh, I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed the uh, the new uh, the new Kelsey Brothers podcast it's you know really you know gotten into that world i am so tired of seeing travis kelsey on on tv he's on every commercial that runs during nfl i i prefer to see taylor swift but you know (laughs) 
He's taking some heat, aren't they? One in three since they started dating. He's 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 a damn tight end. I know. I'm just. Uh, I think the fans out of Kansas City are saying it's all a distraction. That's why the team is starting to lose. Well, so. uh, if they're saying that, they're idiots. I mean, because it's the 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 issue with the Chiefs is quite obviously their receivers. I mean, you know, Mahomes is a great quarterback. There's very little that he can do. I mean, when really Kelsey is the only guy that he can throw to. Yeah, I mean, you could you could make you make a perfect pass if someone can't catch it, or somebody's not. It, it, all right, I think this is not a sports podcast, but if someone's not squaring off the routes and and they're rounding them off, you know that's that's on them. You know, the, the quarterback can't do any more than. You know, I mean, if if you're if you're not getting open, you, you're not getting hit. You know, but to bring sports back into politics a little bit, uh, have y'all seen the uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, yeah, um, Pat McAfee debacle? You know that that right there. I, I'll tell you my opinion on that is that you know. I'm not, you know, and it's it's strange to say this on this podcast. Uh, no offense, but you know, I would, I would not appear on a podcast with Aaron Rodgers on it. Just you know, I mean, I, I will appear on a podcast with Matt, but that that's kind of where the basement is, you know. I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers seems like he'd be fun. Well. The problem with his fun is that Aaron Rodgers is about to get Pat McAfee sued, like severely sued. Yeah, I, I heard him on Rogan, and uh, uh, and of course Rogan will will interview anybody. And Rogan got sued the last time that Aaron Rodgers was on his podcast. I believe it might not have been the last time. But I'm pretty positive that Aaron Rodgers got um, Rogan sued. <sighs> Rogan could afford it. I mean, what, what did he get to move, to move his, his thing over to Spotify? A billion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Spotify, if you're listening, we're for <laughs> sale. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take one percent of what Rogan got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it won't cost you near as much as it did as as it was for Rogan. But yeah, we're for sale. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm a whore, but I'm a whore. Yeah, I could play that Jamie role. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you got the money, I got the time. Well, boys and girls, or boys and girl. As as we're winding down, I, I, w- I want to ask the the OGs for for closing thoughts. I'm going to start with, start with you, Jonathan, you, as the OG. No, you shouldn't ask me for closing thoughts. I have no thoughts. I've shared all my thoughts throughout this podcast. Left I'm it all on the field, out. huh? Left it all on the field. I'm burnt out, <laughs> figuratively and literally. And Jesse, you want you want to mention the dumpling? Um, well, I'm closing thoughts on the show. I will say that I'm glad you guys are keeping it going and I, you know, 
carrying the torch. I think it's great. Um, obviously, one of the reasons I left other than work was that I had a baby. Um, and she's amazing. And if you follow me on Facebook, obviously, I've seen her. So it's not news to anybody. But um, yeah, just different time management and priorities. So I'm glad that you guys are able to keep on. And and that baby is 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 Connie's favorite right now. <laughs> and Connie is spoiling the heck out of her. <laughs> and and that that was the 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 genesis of, uh, of me actually meeting you. Correct. I had to have a baby in order for you to come to South Georgia. <laughs> come down there and meet meet you and Eric. But 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 it wasn't to meet you. It was to it was to get Correct. Connie Connie with that baby. And we got we got peed on, crapped on, puked on, and couldn't have been happier. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to my days. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, um, I guess I'm kind of like Jessica. I'm I'm glad y'all kept it going. But uh, you know, obviously, I mean, Dave says all the time that I grew up and got a real job because I don't have time for Jack anymore. <laughs> You you really did grow up. I mean, it it, it it was right before my eyes. So you used to have a job, and I don't know if the if, if the if, if the pay is any different. But you had a job where you 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 were only in charge of yourself. So right. you, you could kind of come and go. You know, I'm going to go on a site visit and then take the afternoon off and and go to the gun club and drink with Dave. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> every Friday for sure. Oh yeah, it's like starting at noon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 yeah, you, you, you've turned into an adult, and and that's problematic. It is it is problematic like, for, for for our social life anyway. <laughs> All those stunts in Facebook jail changed him. <laughs> at least one jail program has some effect on recidivism. <laughs> no, and 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 of of everybody on the show, Matt and I know each other the best because you know we we were friends before you guys started the show. But yeah, it was it's it, it's 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 funny because because I'll especially this time of year because I'm you know I'm an air conditioning man. I'm just not that busy this time of year. And uh, uh, I'll be like, hey Matt, you want to get together on Wednesday? You're like. Yeah, then Wednesday, like you know, thirty minutes before supposed to be there, I couldn't get away from work. Then Thursday, couldn't get away from work because <laughs> yeah. he's actually working. It has people that it's, report to him. It's and it's Eric, not even like I have, like I don't do the jobs anymore, right? I manage the people that do the jobs. And I was I was looking the other day because we're we're getting a new software system, ERP system at work. And I have 18 people that directly report to me. And I don't know how that happened, but... Are they all your kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only eight. No, I'm not, I'm not even counting them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jessica cracked herself up. <laughs> <laughs> And th that that's the that's the thing I miss about having you on the show, Matt, is being able to bust bust on you. 
that was funny. <laughs> Eric, what's what's it been like having to put up with us for 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 four years or whatever it is? Um, Stockholm syndrome, I think. <laughs> I think he oh, only you sticks love it. around for the pay. <laughs> I will say that um, the drone picture you took, and, 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 I, and I bought one, uh, of uh, Georgia Southern's uh, stadium, uh, was, was one of my brother's favorite gifts he got this year. It was, it was absolutely amazing. If, if, uh, if, if anybody went to Southern, it is, it is well worth getting. It, 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 it looks fantastic. It, it, it can uh, the, the pack. I can't believe that the that UPS or FedEx, whoever it was, didn't break it because they threw it on my porch. It, it was very well packaged. <laughs> I, I don't know what their aversion is to take to, to walking up a couple steps, but they just flung it from like five yards away <laughs> onto my porch, and, and and it came undamaged. But it was it's a fantastic photo. It really is a good picture. My neighbor bought one. Her her and her uh, husband both went to Southern and their oldest son is at Southern now and their youngest son, I think will probably be at Southern next year. But I was, I was at their house one day and she was talking about, so they're all uneducated. Yeah. I tell them all the time. It's some South Georgia second rate school, but she was, she was talking about wanting one. And I was like, man, I got a dude that takes all these good pictures of them. And it was, it was real close to the time that that picture popped up. I was like, see, here it is. But it was, it was when he first put it out and it was watermarked. And, um, she was like, let me know when he puts it up for sale. And I saw him post it and it had to be, I like, I caught it within the first 10 minutes of him posting it. Yeah. And I tagged her and, <laughs> and he sent me a message was like, she was my first order. So. Yeah, she was one of the very first orders I got. I don't, I can't remember if she was the first, but yeah. Our husband loved it. He was, we were there for a Christmas party or no New Year's, sorry. And, and he was talking about it. The, the funny thing about it is they were at that game. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So they're in the picture somewhere. <laughs> Well, at least he didn't put out the picture of the two Florida players blocking each other while losing to Georgia Southern. If I'd had it, I would have. But. <laughs> oh, good Lord. My team didn't even make a bowl this year. We probably shouldn't have. Well, I mean... With, with with people sitting out and that's 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 another issue is is these players sitting out but yeah it, it can, you never miss a chance to remind me that Florida lost to Georgia Southern uh, I mean I've kind of let up on it now because you know now we've got Nebraska to pick on <laughs> well Kenny what you got <laughs> hey I just enjoyed uh Speaking with everyone today, looking forward to 2024. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to doing the podcast with you. It's got, you know, we got the most important election ever again around the corner. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> I know. I can't, can't wait to see what this year, what happens. 
You know, if 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 you didn't live in the United States, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, good lord! Well, I I left most most of it on the field. I, I want to wish everybody a happy New Year. Uh, I am I am so proud to be, be carrying the torch. Uh, I, I I was a listener and a fan before before I came on as a guest and and then later later as host and it was. It, is, it has been a fun ride, and I, I look forward to you typically record on Friday mornings, and I look forward to it every week. Uh, it is uh, for those that listen. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but you know, it, it it's for for us, and and I'm speaking for you, Ken. Now is it's a it's a it's a passion project. It's, it's something that we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's and it, it's it's I, I'm I'm very proud to be carrying the torch for for Jonathan for for Jessica and for Matt, and the the association that that I've got with you guys I, I consider consider you friends, and it's it's uh it's a it it gives me a it gives me an outlet, so I, so I don't have to talk about politics in my in my everyday life I, I get to check you know I, I get an hour every week to 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 get out my stupid opinions. <laughs> and and you know I I I certainly appreciate everybody everybody that listens and I hope that uh, 2024 is not the is not the doo doo show that 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 <laughs> the previous few years have been but I, but I, I I certainly can't uh, I can't swear to that so for for Matt Lowe for Jessica Salaji for Jonathan Giles Eric Cumby. Ken Pullen. Thank you very much. Have a great week.